Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Dimensions of Greatness podcast. I hope that you're ready for another great and powerful week. I hope that you're ready to attain a dimension of greatness and race and run and march toward the mark of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. The Lord is doing some great things. I'm here to share very powerful revelations today that I'm sure are going to catapult you and usher you into a dynamic movement of glory in the name of Jesus. I'm your host, Felicia Atlas. Just going to welcome everybody. We're going to get right into the word today because there are great strategies that the Lord is revealing. I mean, powerful. And if you're bold enough, if you're brave enough, if you believe God enough to move forward in faith, I'm sure that the power of God will cause you to do exceeding abundantly above all that you could ever ask or think according to the power that will work within you. If you grab hold and take hold and lay hold onto the promises of God. Let's just jump in. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Dimensions of Greatness podcast. What we do is reveal the word of the Lord for your lifestyle, your livelihood, your business, your ministry, family, just day-to-day activity that will cause God to give you the glory in a great way. Great is a standard. Great is a level. Great is a something that we should ascertain to become because the Bible says that greater works than these shall we do because he's gone on to the father and that greatness is within us if he in fact resides in us. So we just talk about the greatness in the word of God, the glory, the power, the principles for a purpose that would be fulfilled for such a time as this. God is waiting on those that are obedient. He's waiting on those that will seek him, that will hunger and thirst after righteousness. So I have something great to share today. I'm on fire. I am enthused and I have been inspired by the Lord to share some great and heavenly secrets with you today. So it's going to be just like every other week, but we're getting deeper. We're getting more power. We're getting more insight into the mind of God and into the things of God that not only pertain to business. I know we did a few of the God build my business series, but that actually, that content is actually um, going on a a, a grander scale. So I'm going to pull back from that just a bit to really press out the revelations and tread out the revelation that God has given so that people would understand what God is doing across the board and then be able to apply those powers in their business, if you will. So I hope everyone had a great weekend. I had a very great weekend, spent some time with my sister and cousins and friends and family members. My cousin had a birthday. We went out and I'm sure everyone was able to see that on my social media pages, excuse me. I never show myself. I never do that, but I'm getting ready to come out the box. I'm coming out. (laughs) I'm getting ready to reveal myself a little bit more and more. I'm a very private person, but, um, love having fun, love, love enjoying myself. Um, I'm a foodie. So I I love restaurants. Anytime someone invites me to a restaurant, I'm probably going to be there, um, 10 times out of 10 because, um, that's just me. That's what I do. Uh, I'm a foodie and not only can I cook, but I enjoy a good night out, um, exploring and experiencing new restaurants. So I had a great weekend, spent some time with God. The Lord revealed many things. And um, even in my sleep this morning, I could hear the word of the Lord so clearly. And I love when he does that, that's showing me uh, the power of confirmation, the glory of confirmation. A lot of people don't know that that is actually a realm. When God confirms something to you, it's a power being released by way of virtue. Remember, we discussed last week the difference between the power and the virtue. So before I get into that, 
the recap and everything. I just want everybody to put on a spiritual mind. Let the mind that is in Christ Jesus be in you. Let your mind be renewed. Let the spirituality in the power of the Holy Ghost renew you that you can hear what the spirit of the Lord is saying. Okay, so let's just get right on in. I want to welcome some people, first of all, before we get into this bold and mighty word today. Thank you in Brooklyn, New York for listening. Oh my God, I was excited to see that. I have some new connections in Brooklyn, um, so I was excited to see that. I've been there um, quite a few times and um, really enjoyed it. Love that whole, um, what everyone is doing up there, especially the children of God in that area. Continue doing what you're doing. Pine Plains, New York. Thank you for listening. Alexander City, Alabama. Thank you for listening. Shelton, Connecticut. Glenside, Pennsylvania. And then um, I see some activity in my hometown area around Hanover Park, Illinois, Chicago, Illinois, Elgin, Illinois, Chester, Illinois, and Crystal Lake, Illinois. I don't know who all is listening. I do know that my father lives in that area um, in Elgin, but um, everyone listening in that area, thank you, thank you, thank you. Continue to listen, continue to share. Thank you to my friends in Ghana, in Accra, and in different parts of Africa, Nigeria, even South Africa. Thank you for listening, Apostle Duncan. I got a phone call from him yesterday. He is a listener and he came yesterday to confirm some things. Like I just discussed, the power of confirmation is released by way of virtue. So thank you very much for calling and sharing and introducing yourself, um, Apostle Duncan. I appreciate that. Also in India, we had some listeners over the weekend and as well in Ireland. So God is doing great and mighty things through the Dimensions of Greatness podcast. So let's just give God thanks for what he's doing in our lives and our businesses and our ministries and our families. Thank him for allowing us to see another day, another week full of potential, full of greatness. Thank you for giving us the power to pursue great things this month. Oh Lord, I know that you're going to manifest yourself in a great way to your people. Thank you for giving us purpose to build something greater than ourselves. Thank you, Jesus, for giving us power to take dominion and territories. Thank you, Jesus, for giving us principles for a plan, a desired end, that goodness and mercy will follow us all the days of our lives and that we would dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. So let's just get right on in. Let's get into the word of God. It's going to be quick and powerful today, sharper than any two-edged sword. The song of the week is high and lifted up. I chose this song because it went in with what I have been meditating on and studying in the word of the Lord. And that song has always been a favorite of mine, maybe for the past 20 years or so. It has a very new sound. It has one of those ageless sounds. It doesn't get old, but it's a little bit older, Um, but it doesn't get old. It's on time. It's highly anointed. Um, It's by the Faith in the House um, choir. I'm sorry, the Bishop, uh, Bishop Andrew Merritt, their choir. And the album is Faith in the House. And the name of the song is High and Lifted Up. You're going to understand why later on, why I chose that. God is doing some great and mighty things that are elevating us. He's doing some great and mighty things that are going to elevate him in our lives. How many people know that Isaiah chapter six says, I saw the Lord high and lifted up. His train filled the temple. That song talks about that experience. When you meet the Lord, when you greet him, when you experience him, when he is when you're basking in his glory and he makes himself known. It talks about that experience, that the goodness of the Lord would overtake you, would overshadow you. Even the oil of gladness, it talks about that. 
She says in the song that she's going from faith to faith. She says she's been washed by the blood of the lamb. It's an intense worship experience. She says she sees the Lord high and lifted up. This speaks of revelation. This speaks of a glory of revelation. This speaks of God unveiling himself. That's a form of manifestation. When the Lord unveils himself, that's a virtue that you can manifest something. When God reveals himself in, in, in your life, he's giving you the green life to manifest something in your life. God says, do as I do. I show you me. Now you show me what you can do. Show me your abilities. Show me your, your glory, so to speak. So God is doing great and mighty things. That's the reason I chose this song. I urge everyone to listen to it. It's on the Faith in the House um, album by Bishop Andrew Merritt and that church and that ministry is just anointed. They have lots of songs, lots of albums, lots of great, great, great movements of praise and worship. I mean, I listen to the album straight through all the time. And um, it has a very royal sound. They talk about the, the tribe of Judah. They talk about worship. They talk about the angel of the Lord. They have a song that's even called, I was created to worship you. One of my favorite songs of all times. What this particular song and this album what they do is they sustain your confidence in the Lord. When you hear what they are declaring, it'll give you confidence. It'll give you boldness to come boldly to the throne of mercy. Come boldly to the throne of grace to obtain mercy from the Lord. So this is what this album is doing. This is what this song is doing. And it's a great, great, great choice for this week. Listen to it this week as we reflect on some of the things I'm going to share today. I advise everyone to listen to this song with a spirit of expectation that the Lord will reveal himself to you. As a matter of fact, multiple times listening um, to the song over the years, I've even sang with angels and heard the angel of the Lord sing from the beginning since I first purchased this album, even 20 years ago till now, I can still hear the angel of the Lord sing on particular songs. I'm not going to tell you which one. It's not every song that I've heard it, but there are some songs on this album where the angels of the Lord will come and worship. So you're going to have to listen to find out what those are. The Bible says those that hunger and thirst after righteousness shall be filled. So God has been showing and revealing and sharing some great and mighty things. I am excited. Um, another thing that he was showing me as I was, you know, thinking about the song of the week and the word of the Lord and a dimension of greatness. He wanted me to reflect on when I was singing the song and when I was in worship, I remember saying to myself, oh my gosh, this is such a beautiful song. If I could sing like that, and I do that a lot. If I could sing like that, Jesus would have came back 10 times by now already because I would sing so much, he wouldn't have no choice but to come back. And God was showing me in the in, and revealing to me in the spirit, tell my people that, in other words, the way that I was saying, if I could sing that way, he's saying, no, you don't sing that like that, but you can write like that. You can speak like that. Everything that you admire in someone else, take your gift and apply that power. Take that gift and apply that force. The ability may not be yours, but the virtue comes from the same Lord, the same God, the same grace. So God was sharing also with me about, he gave me an example like the, the singers on American Idol. There are some people that come on American Idol that sound terrible, but they feel like they are the best. They really believe that they can win when they sound absolutely terrible. Thousands of people go there and get on TV and they really believe they have what it takes. I don't know who told them that they can sing. I don't know if, if they just believe it and they, they've never been told, but they go there in boldness. And God is also saying in this hour to tell my people 
to move forward in that type of belief and that type of confidence with your ability. We're going to get into the gist of it. We're going to get into the word of the Lord and unclothe what the word of the Lord has to say about the power, the power of God. We're still talking about dominion. We're still talking about strategy, but now we're moving through the vein of power to fulfill that territory to fulfill that agenda, to fulfill those objective and to act out the strategy through power. We're going to recap very briefly, and then we're going to get into some very heavy revelations. Ephesians 3 and 20 says, now unto him, everyone knows this is one of my favorite scriptures. Now unto him that's able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we could ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. Unto him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. I found that very interesting today. Throughout all ages, throughout all ages, world without end, amen. What does that mean? So I automatically understand that Paul is saying that the what the power that I'm releasing through this scripture, the virtue that's being released through this passage is timeless and there's nothing that can stop it. It will perform the revelation behind it in the world without end, in the world without end, in the realm of the earth without end. Our gift and callings must be activated in the realm of the earth, in the realm of the world. Sometimes we're so spiritually minded that we're no earthly good. And it's great to be spiritually minded and be in the presence of God and be in the throne room and be at his feet because that's where we receive. That's where we commune and fellowship. But when that takes place, when you stand up, you have to enter into a workforce where there are demons. You have to enter into a territory that must be possessed. You have to enter into the acknowledgement of territorial anointings and authorities. So that's what we're going to be talking about. The dunamis power in this scripture in Ephesians 3 and 20 talks about miraculous power. It talks about ability. It even talks about abundance. So when he's saying I can do all things exceeding abundantly above all, according to the power. Remember, according means that this is the supreme rule. This is the supreme guide. According to means this is the highest law. We're going to talk about height. We're going to talk about a powerful, powerful revelation that the Lord has been dealing with me over the past, dealing with me about over the past few days. Very important, very beautiful, highly anointed secrets from the throne room of grace. So remember that the dunamis power is what it's talking about in the scripture, Ephesians 3 and 20. We discussed that last week, the effectual working power, the energia, which is an operative force. We talked about Zechariah 4 and 6, that he spake unto me saying that it's not by might nor by power, but by the spirit, say at the Lord of hosts, the Lord of hosts, the host is a system. I talked about how the systems operate. The system is the it's, it's the, the power behind the structure because we are trying to establish things we build the house, we establish the structure. But how many know you can build a house and there's chaos in the house because there's no system of order? So that's what the according to is. You have a foundation, you have a system, you have a structure, all of these things work together. I would break those down a more clearly um, at a later time because that actual revelation is pretty deep in itself. But he says he'll do exceeding abundantly above. Exceeding means over and beyond. Abundantly means super abundant, far more greater, more great, more great, more greater, more earnest, more frequent, much, much more. That's what abundant means. Oh my God, this is getting good already. The Bible says in John chapter 10, verse 10, I've come that you might have life and life more 
abundantly. So this abundantly in this scripture, Ephesians 3 and 20, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. This is also part of this passage. So he's talking about ability. He's talking about him coming that we can fulfill a particular act. How do we do that? Through an ability. So it talks about being above that height, exceeding abundantly above. This is going across. This is going beyond. This is very high. This is for the sake of fulfilling a particular purpose. So we quote this scripture all the time. It's a very powerful scripture, but there are very powerful laws and systems behind it. Proverbs 31. We talked about that last week. Who can find a virtuous woman? And the Lord revealed to me, it was never about the woman. It was always about finding the virtue. The Bible says, if you find the virtue, then you find the thing that you need to be connected with. You find the virtue and you find the ability to connect with a particular purpose. The Bible says her price is far above rubies. So we all have a power but who can find the virtue? Who can find a virtuous woman? We all have powers and abilities, but those must be exchanged as virtue. The power that God gives us must be exchanged as a virtue. So we discussed that last week, 1 Corinthians 4 and 20, for the kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. Power resides within. Virtue leaves you, the power stays within you. You can't give away your power. You can't sell your power. You can't lend it out. You can only allow it to be released through virtue. The Bible says in 2 Peter 1 and five. And beside this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue and to virtue knowledge. This is another system. It's very important that we study that as well. So let's just get into the meat of the word today. We're talking about dominion and power. We're still talking about strategy, but we want to focus on dominion and power. Why do we want to focus on dominion and power? The revelation that the Lord is giving me for the month of August and for the remainder of the year, as a matter of fact, is that the dominion and power go hand in hand. And it's very important that the people of God grasp that understanding that the power and the dominion are the same. They act interchangeably. Ephesians 6 and 10 says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. The power in this scripture is the word tool. It means to reel. It means to pitch over, to cast down, to carry away, to utterly cast down, to go forth or to go out. Everything in this word power in this scripture refers to territory, dominion, space, capacity, opportunity, land, movement. That's what this power Finally, my brother, and be strong in the Lord and in the space of his might, in the opportunity of his might, in the land of his might, in the territory of his might. He's saying that in God, there's a dominion where we activate a particular power. We're thinking the power is to do that or to do that. The Ephesians 3 and 20 power speaks on ability. The Ephesians 6 and 10 power speaks on dominion and territory. So God is saying the dominion and power, your ability must now meet a place. Everything you're able to do must now meet a place. Everything the Lord has told you to do must now meet a place. Everything God is expecting you to do must now meet a territory. Everything they said you can't do must be fulfilled in a certain land. This is highly important. I'm going to break it down in a grand way. This is very, very important. The Bible also talks about fear, the fear of the Lord, the fear of the Lord. The fear is so dangerous because it counteracts faith. The Bible says in Ephesians 6, 16, above all, remember, we just spoke about above being high, being above, being beyond, above all, taking the shield of faith. Why? Because the above all is the height. Above all is above the principalities that the 
word speaks of in Ephesians chapter six, he talks about, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this earth, of this world. Remember, I just talked about the world. We have to activate the power in an earthly system. We can't be so spiritually minded and leave the spirit in a spiritual realm. The spiritual realm must be activated in the realm of the earth. It must. It's it must. There's no way of getting around it. When we pray, we have to get up and do something. Every time you pray, you need to have an action to match those words. Every time you pray, you need to say, I'm going to pray. And then I'm going to get up and do X, Y, and Z. I'm going to call and establish this meeting. And the objective will be X, Y, and Z. I'm going to pray and go lay hands on such and such. And the objective will be healing for this person. Every time we do something spiritual, even if we spend five minutes reading a scripture, what did it say again in Ephesians 6 and 10? After you're done reading Ephesians 6 and 10, there must be a, a work, a manifested work to mirror that spiritual assignment. This is very important. If you really read Ephesians 6, the Lord really dealt with me about this. The Bible says we wrestle not against. He's telling us that there's something else there that you don't see. There's something greater than us that we don't see, but we have to be able to deal with it because we live here. We're humans and we live on earth, but how do we deal with it? Because he's letting us know that this is the map. This is the system. This is the technology behind this anointing. It's above, faith is gonna be above the principalities. Faith is gonna be above the spiritual wickedness. Faith is gonna be above the, the, the high places of darkness, the realm of wickedness that the, the enemy operates in. So he's saying to take the territory to move like God, take the power from Ephesians 3 and 20 to do exceeding abundantly above. That power is a power of ability. You can write, you can speak, you can draw, you can dance, you can do hair. You're a great counselor. You're a great teacher. You're a great motivator. You're someone people can listen to. Whatever it is, that's an ability. That's a power to cause you to do exceeding abundantly above. And then it must be matched with the territory, but the territory must rest above above all, above all, above all, because the enemy tries to take his opposition in height. He tries to take the opposition in height. What do you mean? He took Jesus to a high place in Luke chapter four. He took Jesus and said, I can give you all of these things. He named different powers. He named different principalities. He named different opportunities. He showed him different lands. What did I say that this power means? This power means land. This power means opportunity. This power means dominion. This power means a space. It means a capacity to move inside a particular dimension. So he took Jesus to a high place and showed him financial gain, influential gain, ability to do that. He showed him all of that, but Jesus said, it is written, man shall not this, that, and the third, because he's trying to show him, I will counteract every high place that you have established for me to fall with the word of God. So God is saying, I'm going to show you the word of the Lord that you would counteract the weapons of your warfare. Okay. That you would utilize, I mean, the utilize the weapons of your warfare and counteract the assignment and the agenda of the enemy. 
quenching the fiery darts of the wicked. This is a very powerful system. So God was also showing me even the more, even the greater revelation behind this. I mean, and it's great. So he revealed a very powerful system over the past week of strategic glory. This is very interesting. First of all, I was studying some land over um, the last few days, land in different places, uh, land in different parts of the world, just researching, um, you know, land because I'm, I'm thinking about purchasing land, a large amount, um, a, a very large amount of land. And so when I got to Colorado, not that I'm going to be moving there or anything, I just did some research and um, I found out that, you know, when you look for a house and when you look for land, it says, you know, three bedrooms, three bathrooms. It says this, it says that, it says seven bedrooms bedrooms, seven bathrooms. When you get to Colorado, it has a, a space that says elevation. When you look at land, when you look at space, when you look at dominion in Colorado, it has an option where you can see three bedrooms, four bedrooms, two bathrooms, this much elevation, this height of elevation. And I found that very interesting. And the Holy Spirit began to deal with me and tell me that the, the funny thing, the land in Colorado was the least expensive of them all, but it had the highest elevation. And the Lord began to show me that they have seclusion there. They have the height, they have the beautiful views on top of the mountain, and it's the least expensive of them all, but no one wants it. So they put these really low prices on these beautiful lots. I'm talking 100 acres, 200 acres. I'm talking huge lots of land. And the Lord said, but nobody wants it. They don't even know how inexpensive it is. And they don't know what dominion comes with it. And they don't know what they can establish at this level of elevation because they're afraid to come higher. So God was showing me in the realm of the spirit what the enemy does. He builds up everything in your life as high as it can go. And the only way that you can counteract and pull down and tear down the strong that Ephesians chapter six talks about is to go higher, is to use the faith, is to use the ability, the dunamis ability, the dunamis power, the miracle working power, along with the tool power, which is the anointing of dominion. And he will pull down every stronghold in your life. In Genesis chapter 14 and 19, I hope that I am able to share the beauty and the revelation. I mean, this is, this is going to get really, really good. Ephesians, I'm sorry, Genesis chapter 14 and 19 says, he blessed him and said, blessed be Abraham of the most high God, possessor of heaven and earth. Ooh, this is good. So who is talking here? This is Melchizedek. Who is Melchizedek? Nobody knows because he's so many things, but Melchizedek is actually a system of operation, a beautiful system of power, prosperity, peace. I mean, Melchizedek is everything the Bible talks about according to the order of Melchizedek. Remember I said, according to means that this is the highest law and God was showing me, I'm going to confirm to you that Ephesians three and Ephesians six are very cohesive powers. Wow. How are you going to do that? He says to read about Melchizedek and Abraham. I said, Lord, what do you mean? Now this is a powerful revelation alert. He says, blessed be Abram of the most high. What does high mean right here? Most high means above and beyond. Like it says in Ephesians six, above all, take the shield of faith. Now it says that he's, that Abraham, uh, blessed be Abraham of the most high God, possessor of heaven and earth. So it's saying right here in Genesis chapter 14, that in order to reap the blessing of Abraham, see, we're trying to lay hold on the blessing of Abraham. We're trying to possess land like the children of Abraham. We're trying to walk in the faith and the righteousness of Abraham, but we're missing this key and that's why we're failing. 
He's possessor of heaven and earth, meaning I'm going to show you two dimensions of operation. You can operate in an elevated place. You can operate in a high place, and then you can operate in an earthly place. These are two different dimensions, but they come together. And then Melchizedek blessed Abram. Abram took the land. Abram became very wealthy, very successful. He became the father of our faith. Above all, taking the shield of faith. And God revealed to me that the above all, the shield of faith is the anointing of Abraham. Above all, take the above all meaning Melchizedek, Elion, elevation supreme. Take with that anointing, the Abraham anointing of faith. Above all, take the shield of Abraham. This means the revelation of Abraham, the opportunity of Abraham, the possessing the land calling of Abraham, according to the order of Melchizedek, which is wealth, prosperity, and peace. So the according to is the according to the order of Melchizedek is the according to in Ephesians 3 and 20 that says, I'm God will do exceeding abundantly above all we can ever ask or think according to the power. That according to power is the anointing. It's the system. It's the authority of Melchizedek. This is a very powerful system. The Bible says, I've come that you might have life and life more abundantly. This more abundant is the same abundance in Ephesians 3 and 20. It's a superabundance. It's a superiority. It's being very vastly and profusely endowed with great measure. So what is God saying through all of this? He's confirming his word. He's confirming his will. He's confirming the ability to perform great and mighty things in our lives. He's performing manifested glories and he's waiting and ready for us to walk in a dominion in a territory, in a land, in a place that will dominate our fears and dominate our lack of influence and take over that he would be glorified in the lives of his people. Even he told Peter, let down your net again. Peter had an earthly authority, but when he let down that net, he realized there's a spiritual authority that will go over and beyond and supersede my earthly expectations. So God is saying, remove yourself from the earthly expectations. I want to get so much more out of this, but we're going to come back next week. Remember your gem of the week? Just reflect this week. Reflect on the week of the gem from last week. Make sure that you remember to go and register for the Greatness Grant. We will be announcing the winner on August 30th at www.bosher.com. Submit your information there. Have a week of greatness. Remember, you're able to do exceeding abundantly above all if you take the shield of faith. Move in faith this week because God is ready to release power and dominion for your life. God bless you. Have a dimension of greatness. Until next Monday. Bye-bye. Thank you.